Okay, we're back because we're talking about how some things can be nice as an interaction, but maybe there's no, there's no objects to take away from the interaction, mm, like a show or a conversation or something. Yeah. You can leave and be like, huh. Yeah. And maybe it, you would like there to have been objects in our conversation. Or as a mark of like, usefulness to, or value to people, or yeah, or like if a you know a, co- a conversation is like stuff, and it can be stuff that can then make a a composition, yes, right? Yes. Um, the same way that other kind of materials or like dance is stuff and can be used to be in a composition. Mm. Um, I wonder if that's what you were talking about before about products. Like the con- this conversation is not a product, mm. but wisdom gleaned from it could be. Yeah. Or enthusiasm via osmosis could be. Or Yeah, energy or... Yeah, or even like an appreciation of vulnerability and intimacy. Right. Yeah, yeah. But then weird that we... Not weird, I... It, a point of interest to consider our measurements of success. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's not that like objects, um, whether they're you know pieces or um, opinions or you know, I sometimes it's easy to produce an object in a conversation if you give an opinion. Because then it makes a. Do you have an opinion that you want to give about anything? Um, I like opinions. I think I spent like a few years being like, opinions are horrible. Like, <laughs> like <laughs> yeah. Well, I want someone to have an opinion mm. because they've thought about it and yeah. they've taken a position, and I want them to be ready to change it when new information comes. Right. So then maybe it's a, it's an object that's flexible or, like, porous and isn't... Uh, yeah, maybe it's, like, it's also not to be scared of objects. It's to think mm. of objects as things that, like, can definitely transform. Yes. And, and that can be yeah. ready to change your mind in, in an interaction with someone else. And, yeah. Um, yeah, because almost to reserve opinion is to reserve the the effort of thinking. Exactly, and it's okay to say I think this. Yeah, because that really positions you. Um, yeah, you have a you have a position, and when you have a position, you can then have a relation. Ah, <laughs> like I think yes. if you. It's hard to have a relation to something. And Without having a position. Yeah. Yeah, yes. and then it's also a shame when the position that you've taken, you've inherited rather than mm. generated. Yeah. And it it limits you having any other relation. Mm, exactly, exactly. It's also great if your position can can move. Yes, which <laughs> is like as, as tangible as when you choose a shit seat in a theatre, but the two people that got comps in the centre front didn't come. So you just move there because then you can change your relationship, like change your position, change your relation. But it's also as intangible as um, like how 
well, not intangible actually this is still super tangible how how all like the whole population of australia was forced into taking a position on whether couples who are homosexual should be allowed to get married and you're like they don't need a position on it yeah exactly but but being forced into taking a position cements a relationship and depending on how much time you're going to give the pros and cons of which position you want to take, it can be super or it can be, um, it can just give you a flag to fight behind. Yeah, exactly. And that's unfortunate. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. The imperative to take. The imperative to defend a position. Yeah. And yeah, then you yeah. didn't, you didn't actually mind until you were forced. Yeah. And exactly. now or a position can also be the absence of an of an, of an opinion. Or like yeah. a position can be like I don't know. It's true, but hopefully it's I don't know yet. Yeah, right. I'm still thinking about. Yeah, I'm it, still thinking about. Or I'm it. still exposing yeah. myself to things like I don't know yet if we are changing, if we're getting better with um, how we insult people by the terminology that we use to describe them in terms of, say, people who are mentally challenged or whatever, that a generation ago you would just have a bunch of words that are no longer should be used because they're derogatory. Right. Um, and I don't know if we're forming a better relationship to them or actually we're just changing our relationship with language mm. and then and therefore changing nothing. Right, tricking exactly. us, And so... What I'm saying is my relationship with that changing relationship is that I don't know yet and I need to talk to more people who are not me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's not – you can't find that answer just in your um. (laughs) – No, it's like meditation is useful but not for this. (laughs) I can't meditate on this topic because I'm not the authority. Yeah, and from where are you going to seek that knowledge if you just go into yourself with it? Nirvana. Yeah, 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 yeah. and then that's like really how we can. Um, that's a great way to learn. How do you do? How do you reconcile offering objects in your shows mm. to the viewers while also not wanting to force their objectify them? Yeah, <laughs> um, it's like the ongoing question, kind of. Mm. It's it's the ongoing question because um, uh, it's not. I don't want to think about um, the it, in such a binary opposition way that it's really like viewers versus peace. Like it's it's also like that's viewers, how I always think about it. Viewers, <laughs> that's so nice. No, keep going. I mean, because it's like, not. The, but the the viewers are also part of this. Yeah, encounter so like um, they're essential for it to generate exactly yeah. and they form its composition and they're in relation as well so yeah. i think it's uh yeah it's um there's a lot of contingency there mm. and there's a lot of choice i i feel when i go to see um whether it's performance or or art <laughs> um, mm. that's not a performance like um i'm like meeting it like i that like 
I guess it's a it's a it's a it's a big topic, and I, I hate kind of using the word like activate. But like, if I look at a thing, it's not like I activate the sculpture by looking at it or something. But like, or it activates a, you. Yeah, yeah, but there is like, like there is this um, this is a moment that we're having. Um, Do you know about um, geocaching? Oh my god! I've just heard about geocaching in Bendigo. I just, I just went to Bendigo, <laughs> okay. and it's crazy. I mean, like, so people are looking for these like hidden treasures. Yeah, it I mean, they're not really fun. They're not um, valuable treasures commercially. They're just like. I wonder if there's geocaching in Paris. Everywhere. Can we go geocaching? Yeah. We can do that. But what I think about a geocache is in the same way that I think about when someone leaves an object for me in a gallery. Mm. I think someone has left this here for me to come and encounter. That's so cool. Yeah, that's a really great way. Well, it's true. In the same way as when someone's like, oh, look, I can't wait for you to come and pick this thing up from my house, so I'll just leave it tucked under the chair or whatever on the veranda. Yeah. And you go and meet an object. Yeah, you do. But usually you get to touch it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you don't get to... Yeah, that's... But the thing that I think about dance and art is that I do... If I'm the dancer, I do the dance. The dance doesn't happen in the viewer. The dance is happening on the bodies of the dancers. Yeah, it's your experience. And the art happens in the viewer. Do you think... I'll tell you why I think that. Mm. (laughs) Because there's a project that I've been doing... um, which is called, what is it called? Something like, I learned my cultural dance from YouTube and I dance every dance I've ever seen. Seen on, wow, that must be so many. Not on YouTube, just ever. Yeah, I mean, mostly it's just. Can you remember every dance you've ever seen? No, of course not. Every dance you remember you've seen, yeah. But um, what happens is that I do all the dances but, of course, some of them I'm good at, some of them I'm bad at, mm. some of them I'm allowed to do, some of them I'm not allowed to do because of mm. cultural appropriation, mm. and some of them I, some of them will be seen as something that it's not. Like, I might be doing a shuffle and it may be seen as doing a stomp or whatever, mm. which belong to it different gets, communities, yeah, yeah, yeah. subcultural and cultural yeah. and... Um, so what is interesting to me or whoever's doing the dancing is that they do the dance and the yeah. dancing happens on their body in the space. But the art, the reason that I would call it an art rather than like a party yeah, yeah, is that I'm constructing a space whereby you can be tingled is a better word than triggered. It's live what you do. Yes. Yeah. It's, it's not on you. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right, exactly, and, and that's where maybe where more of this tingle. Is I think it's the, possible when yeah, like when you're saying about being activated and stuff, or are you activating the thing. Yeah, I kind of don't even like that word. No, yeah. so let's think of a better word. But I, but I think what it is is that I, that when you watch the thing, that's when it becomes art. You can experience it. Yeah, because I what I want as the choreographer in this moment is for you to see something and celebrate it and see something and have a problem with it and see something and think about it basically Mm. and the dancer doesn't have to deal with that right the dancer just has to do the dance 
Yeah. And then the audience. That maybe the dance is dealing with that. The the dance. That the dancer yeah, dances is dealing with that. Maybe you're right. In in so far as it allows, a, hopefully, a generative space for thought. Mm. reflection, conversation, and repositioning Yeah, in a way that language-based argument does not. No, it doesn't. Yeah, exactly. Which is why we run a podcast. Yeah. (laughs) 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 No, but I mean, I think that conversation can, it's not that conversation can dance, but conversation is definitely choreographic. Like, yeah, well, it's not that we're choreographing right now, though, but, like, it is definitely – it's definitely compositional. Well, I guess we started re-recording so that we could talk about the objects that we are choreographing in this conversation. Right, which is going to be a recording. Like, yeah, it's going to be a file, like, I don't know. Yeah, all... I mean, before it was a file, it was a – it was inscriptions on magnetic tape. Oh, yeah, right. And so it's not... I don't think there's anything magical about a medium uh, of a storage medium, but I think there is something magical about an experiential Mm, medium. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Magical. Well, maybe... Well, yeah, listening is very experiential. Like, I mean... (laughs) True. Experiential sounds like such a magical word, but it's just like... Experience. Yeah. Allowing, yeah, noticing your senses. It's the like the last part of the word, like experiential, like it, like yeah. (laughs) There's a word, and I forget what it is, which is embarrassing, but it refers specifically to that phenomena where you put on, say, you put on pants and you feel the elastic do up around your waist, and then a few moments later you stop feeling it. Oh, my God, that's such a cool idea that I haven't really thought about. Well, clothes, like, because we are accustomed to knowing what clothes feel like. Yeah, and, like, how some people just cannot wear a watch because they don't get to that point where they stop. Well, I feel so, like, wrong when this is off me. So I have, like, the opposite thing. It's like, Mm -hmm. it's like, oh, no, it's the same thing, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) yeah. Yeah, then it's like, okay, now my body's, like, good because my right hand has a ring Mm. on the little finger. (laughs) I wonder if we're talking about, like, taking a position in relationship to objects. I wonder, because I've been thinking lately about how we position ourselves in relationship to, to assets. Assets. Yeah. And, like, if we we position ourselves as people of abundance or people right. of scarcity and yeah and how sometimes it's absolute but sometimes it's relative and sometimes it's mm. perspective based yeah yeah definitely like well yeah it's a good question like an asset is sort of like yeah what is it it's like a, the the word like is so security based or something like mm. it's like these paddings or security blanket ideas mm. that um that we have or don't have and um can really dictate sort of how what our lives mm. 
the potential the potentials of of them or where what we're able to do or not able to do um yeah so maybe it's really about trying to be aware about how much padding we have or don't have in order to determine a position like padding also like is a maybe it takes space or less space mm. on us um, yeah it spatializes mm. taking a position or like yeah what form assets take like maybe they're maybe they are with us all the time maybe they're not with us all the time maybe that makes them stronger because we can be reinforced because an asset is somewhere and we're somewhere else like um oh yeah that's how you can multiply yourself across space yeah <laughs> pop an asset somewhere <laughs> is to just drop assets yeah. in different places yeah wow. yeah I always think of like I don't know why but when you say the word asset it makes me think of like when you go on Airbnb and it's like this place has these assets oh and but maybe it, that's amenities I don't know like it is, uh, yeah yeah I think it's amenities but I yeah that would be an asset for somebody that property yeah <laughs> but I guess our assets you know skills and relationships yeah. and yeah social functionality and Right. The objects that we offer up to people. Cap that what what can become capital as well. Like mm. how, what can how what can be social capital, what can be um Yeah. Um Does that ever enter your thinking when you're producing? Um not really, but I was thinking about the idea when you say relationships like it's often funny, like, uh, how we can be enlarged or reduced mm. by the, by relationships too. Um, and, yeah, also what our position inside these spaces are. Um, I've been thinking a lot about also, like, yeah, I guess the boundaries inside them as well and... Um, I have to think what I'm trying to say here as I'm thinking, <laughs> which is, yeah, <laughs> I'm a funny person to podcast because I, I think and talk at different rates sometimes. <laughs> but anyway, um, yeah, uh, yeah, how the maybe it's taking us back to this thing that Lulu said, uh, like the space that can be formed inside like long loving distance and. Mm-hmm. Um, how much space can be produced inside a relationship too, like space that can be generative and and space that can take space and Mm. how you can be supported, but you can also have like two votes in a sense um, in a relationship and just thinking about that in relation to others, like um, without value judgments or anything, but yeah, I've been wondering about this too and, I guess it certainly plays a part in um, in all facets of life and dancing and um, yeah, it's it's yeah, it's um, 
dancing is something that has like I have so much friendship with dance like friendships mm. because of dance and then um, also it's been something that's uh, been hard like with relationships um, too in a way because it, it um, has taken me to other places um, yeah yeah but <laughs> But what do you do about that? Because the it's it's once again the position that you're in mm. determines your relationship with something. And if that yeah. something is someone mm. and you continually change positions mm. in, in your thinking as well. In in thinking, exactly. It's not Yeah. Yeah, which is which is a really lucky place, actually. Mm. Yeah, and uh, relationships are about thinking together as well. Yeah, but how do you, like, do you just hope for the best or do you put effort into trying to keep up with each other? Or um, I think it's definitely not just about hoping, but maybe it also brings, I think it's a lot to do with... Um, Time and in what times uh, we can be um, flexible and less flexible, and mm. how that we can create synchronicities in that, or how what the you know what sort of opportunities are produced by when one person is and one person isn't, and how we yeah I think I think this is the is the is the way. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, I think it feels spot on to think about synchronicity mm. because you we need to share time mm. and you need to share space if you can. Mm. And what that hopefully means is that you're sharing some positions in some areas. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because yeah, if exactly. you're not sharing those, what are you... Yeah. Sharing, like, is there a togetherness without shared positions? Yeah. Even if the sharing comes from empathy. Mm, yeah, I think that's really well put as a question. Like, is there, yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. Positions are also spatial and like present. And, um, mm. and I wonder if that's perhaps a power of choreography mm. to to generate positions or to offer positions mm. to take up. Yeah, exactly. I mean, I think choreography can use um, movement for that purpose. Mm. As an asset. Yeah, as an, as an asset. becomes an asset. <laughs> I've got a few choreographic assets on my sleeve. <laughs> um, I, I love thinking about movement and at what point it becomes logistics rather than uh-huh. choreography. Uh huh. Yeah, that's. Yeah. My brother works in um, trucking, and he basically he works in logistics. Yeah. So I'll move people around, but he'll also move people around, and. What I would do is called choreography. What he does is called logistics. And at some point, I don't so think it's always scale. 
I think sometimes it's agenda or imperative. Mm. Like, I, what we were just talking about, like, what can choreography do? Mm. Is it's more like what is it trying to do? <laughs> yeah, it's not like what what does it do as its function? Like, yeah. what does it what what what's its desire? What does it want to do? Yeah, it's like what what is it? Yes, yes. Yeah, I like that too. I like I like to keep going with things, not because I can achieve them, but because like there's something interesting in the struggle of of that or like yet even yeah there's a kind of difficulty in making some things work together like there's a somewhat of a struggle in making some things coexist but there's like a trying to do it and then that can make a choreography yeah um and those two things can be all kinds of things or more than two things can be all kinds of things but like how to how to make them work together can be a really interesting task. Um, And that's also maybe a cool way to, like, live as well. (laughs) In, in, uh, yeah, there is a difficulty in lots of experiences of society of making things work together mm. right so. <laughs> yes how do you say that um yeah. yes <laughs> so it's a it's it's not necessarily to find all the ways to make them work together but just to like keep Pushing. at it mm. yeah mm. keep seeing how to, yeah keep moving <laughs> keep yeah yeah, keep, keep on trucking. Keep leveraging the assets that we <laughs> My have. My friend has a great top that says keep on trucking. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But I guess that's when it becomes, like that's when performance takes over as well because you you work the choreography through the process and the, and the bodies so that when it comes to performance you can present know that you can leverage mm. imagery mm. And, and whether that's like images that just appear and then fade away or whether it's like an image that you repeat and hold and becomes yeah, yeah, yeah. but you're really trying to leverage something that is shared mm. so that you can expand into something that maybe is not yeah yeah right yeah I like I like the idea of leveraging. Like, no, because it also makes me think about the, like, kind of, um, if you build the infrastructure for that to then. Mm. Yeah, that that's part of constructing a piece, right? Mm. Is to build the infrastructure. Yeah, building. I like thinking of building. Yeah. Yeah. This is why I'm not so fond of the um, imperative of deconstruction. Right. Because I think maybe, not that it's it's been done, but it's being done by enough people yeah. That there is space for some construction. Right. I know what you mean. There's like a big desire to undo everything. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not as offering, actually. Mm. It's more... Um, of course, I, I say this being grateful that people have come before me that have deconstructed things so that mm. now I have the space to build to construct. again. Yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because if someone hadn't deconstructed what it was to be a dancer, I wouldn't 
absolutely be able to be yeah answer. absolutely and like but yeah. now from that i want to take all the things and construct an offer and then be like okay didn't work construct right. else offer. like when you i this is the thought i had when before you said these two pieces you're doing is like something not yet titled and something untitled oh yeah but your two pieces that you were working yeah, on in yeah. australia both had titles yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, you're okay. so right. Yeah. Genera- it's Still generational. Still untitled and temporary titled. Yeah, yeah, it's generational. Like, there, is an, there is an undoing generation, and now we oh, are he, the construction. He's a toy. Xavier's obsessed with undoing. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Which gives us now space to build. Yeah, 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 yeah. Almost right. An imperative, Which is right? interesting because I think he's undoing from a place of um, that, that generation, mm. like. I mean, he's still making work today, but I think he's undoing because um, of what was built before him. Yes. So, like, yeah, yeah it's just <laughs> build, 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 undo, 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 build, build, build. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, and, you know, I'm sure things maybe haven't been undone from before. Yeah, and then are still there. And lots of things will be will be constructed. <laughs> yeah. But I think, yeah, in order to undo anything, um, if that's what you want to do, like you, from any place you need to build that thing, even if someone else has built it before, you need to build something to undo. You can't start from undoing. I mean, that it's also something. It's like this idea of disappearing, like... <laughs> you know this idea of disappearing but like yeah you, <laughs> you know you yeah you need to like become quite present in yeah. order to <laughs> yeah there's uh in a futurama episode there's a uh, the pet that leela has um nibbler i think his name is anyway at some point there's a big problem and he yells out the line that the universe is collapsing everybody out like out of the universe and then he somehow eats himself and disappears out of the universe oh my god but of course none of us know how to do that because we're just these three-dimensional beings we can't get out of the universe yet we can't get out of the universe yeah 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 so what you're saying about like the construction the construction there's something about that cool (laughs) There was a lot of objects in there. Loads. Yeah, yeah, yeah. How oh, yeah. do you feel better about that? <laughs> oh, wait, did you undo it? What do you mean? Oh, undo it. Did you turn it off? I'm no. recording still. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, but is there anything that you want to finish on? Like, no, I think that was good. Cool. a mic drop? <laughs> Something? <laughs> right, keep it real. And, then, and if you don't know, now you know. Just quote Biggie Smalls. <laughs> oh, my God. No, you don't. I think that was good. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Thanks. <laughs>